want to trade my earthly home for a better one bright and fair. Christ left to prepare a mansion for children in the air. I'll join them in that land where tis no sorrows can be found. When I receive my mansion, mansion, robe, robe and crown. Lord, I want a mansion, robe and a crown. Then, Lord, we'll always abound. Come on, your soul surround. Lord, please deserve the match. Match and rope and crown. The weather there is always fair. There's sunshine day and night. No cold, no rain will fall there. For the sun shines ever bright. I'll need no heavy garment. I'll just wrap my robe around. Where I receive my mantra, mention, roll, rope and crown. Lord, I want a mention, oh Lord, rope in the crown. Then love will always abound. Let me, oh Lord, your throat surround. Lord, Mention, roll, robe and crown. Lord, please reserve the mention. Mention, roll, robe and crown. Amen. Lord, I want a mansion. I want a robe. I want a crown. Truly, God is a good God. And God is worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be glorified. He's worthy to be magnified. I don't know who get the best of your strength. I don't know who get the best of your day. But at least on the Lord's day, let him get the best of your day. Let him get the best of your strength because he is a good God and he is a gracious God. It was David in Psalms 100 who said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let's make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Something about a song that God loves when he's being praised, when he's being glorified and magnified. Some of you looking at me like saying, what is he doing here this morning right now? I'm here to let you know that God is a good God. For most of us, Sister Bethia twisted my arm about a month ago and said, we got to go see Ian this weekend because he can't come up for the holiday and we got some stuff and we're going to go down there. So I told Brother Frazier he'd do the 11 o'clock service and I'll do the 8 o'clock service. But then we got a call from the 13th Street Church of Christ. Their preacher was out of town and their backup preacher had emergency surgery. So then I had to call Brother Frazier and send him over to 13th Street and ask Brother Veal to do the 11 o'clock service. But God is a good God. And it shouldn't matter what happens. You got to have some flexibility. You got to have some being able to get with the program. 
got to be able to flow sometimes. What you going to do when the world's on fire? You got to flow, church, sometimes. I want to let you know before I get into my sermon this morning, I visited Sister Alyssa Briscoe. She had a, 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 not a heart attack, but a stroke. She had a stroke. She's in the hospital. She's recuperating nicely. Please pray for her. Uh, she lost some, some vision, some double vision. She lost some focus. She lost some uh, um, being able to maybe see you when you first walk in. It takes a, a mind for a, a mind to, to see who you understand who you are. So pray for her. She's making progress. But God is in the blessing business. Also went to see Brother Pedro Tucker down at the nursing home. He's doing well. I tell you, he was walking around more than I was down there. I said, what you doing in here? He got another surgery coming up that he has to go through that's going to require him to uh, uh, rehabilitation to be able to do some stuff. So pray for him. He don't want to be down there either, but sometimes God put us places where we don't want to be so we can learn how to still love him no matter what situation we in. Sometimes God chooses things that we don't like, but it's just to test you to find out is your love fair weather love or is your love through it all? I learned to trust in Jesus' love. Truly thank God for that. Also, reminding you about the capital campaign, a fund that's coming. We got the, we did a new loan for the building in January. We're going to do some construction work around the building in January. And we have a capital campaign fund that we're putting together, asking uh, each member to donate to that, that we may have the resources to do some, uh, some things that the loan that we're getting won't cover. We're going to relocate the kitchen to another area. may have to, I'm pretty sure, get new stuff in there. So we're trying to raise $50,000. We're asking each member if they would uh, donate, uh, uh, give $1,000, a family's $2,000 to bless God. Let me tell you all something about that. I don't know about you. But for my God... I'll go in places and I'll shake the piggy bank for my God. Oh, y'all ain't got that. See, what do you think about your house looking better than God's house? What do you think about that you even care that your house look better than your God's house? Nowhere throughout all the ancient world can you find God's place dilapidated. And a, and, and a regular pauper's place are exalted. Because that's not the way. The way that works is when, when God, when we bless God, we bless God with all I got. I don't know about you. I may not have it, but I, I crack a 401k for Jesus. Oh, I'm just telling you, tell you what I do. I'm just telling you, because I, I know God said, I'm going to give it back to you, but I just want to see what you're going to do. I just want to see how far you go. Because he's a great God, he's a kind God, and he is truly a loving God. Is that all right? Amen. I'm just telling you what God, what I read in God's word. Want to let you know that discipleship care groups are, are on their way. There are sign-up sheets out of the foyer. We're getting that started. Brother Veal has a care group. I'm having a care group. Brother DeShield's having a care group. Brother either Claiborne or Cooper having a care group. We're getting other care groups started. So please sign up. If you live in the east side, the east 
roster. If you live in the Central West, sign the Central West roster. That means somewhere between uh, Towson and, and, and Park Heights. If you live west, west of Park Heights, uh, sir, sign the West one. We're, we're getting together to be able to evangelize and disciple new members, hurting members, those who have recently placed, been baptized in the Christ, new convert, to let them know they're part of the family as well. And nothing brings you closer than to sit at your table. Eat your food and talk about stuff that, 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 that pertains to, to life and how to get over my struggles and the stuff that I go through. So sign up. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be more. Mine already started. Mine has started about four months. And we have no, I'd have been to, I'd have been, we went to four or five houses already. Why is that? I think because if you're going to announce me, you got to go first. So I go first. And show you that it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. Also, please don't forget about the end of the year fellowship. End of the year fellowship is going to be here. It's going to be here at, at 9.30 at night going. And we're going to take us right into midnight. There's nothing like transitioning out of one year. Oh, my goodness, goodness, goodness. And going into another year. Why is that? Because it is something about, let me give it to you like this. Why can't we have communion on a Saturday night? Why we got to wait until Sunday to have it? Post is bad weather on Sunday. Why can't we just get together on Saturday night and get it done? Because God said it's something about my day. Amen. It's something about this day that's going to let me know. It's something about your obedience to say, no matter what, I'm going to give you, you this day. Somebody say, oh, brother, I'm scared to come out for, for, for New Year's. It's all that shooting out there. If you go with God, because whenever it's your time, I don't care where you are. It's your time. We go everywhere else. Oh, my goodness gracious. Maybe that was just me. But back in the day, Brother Shield, I, I, I would not be home at midnight on New Year's night. I'd be out and about. Why? Because tradition said so. Now that I'm a Christian, I'm leaving out the old year, and I'm coming in the new year with my God. Amen. Oh, my goodness gracious. Anybody, any of you got mothers? Mothers who make you, I don't know if y'all used to do this, but a guy had to be the first one coming in the door. Amen. The first one coming in the door on New Year's Amen. Day, and they would stay up, mothers stay up 1 and 2 o'clock in the morning waiting for somebody. In fact, they would call a son or, or a nephew, come over my house and come cross my door. Because I want a man to come cross my, that was just a tradition that they had. But they stay up late just to fulfill that tradition. Oh, my goodness gracious, what a God. We, he's worthy to be praised. And we got a survey, too. Don't forget to do the survey. Let's get into the what time of time I got. I got. I got enough time to do what I come to do. I got enough time to do what I came to do. Open up your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. And it reads, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. Ye also are lively stones, are built up on a spiritual house. You are an holy 
priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be ashamed or confounded. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which, is, which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner. What I want to come and talk to you about on this day is that 2018 is coming. And as 2018 is coming, I don't know if you see what's going on in the world, but we're in trouble. Everybody see it. Stevie Wonder see it. Ray Charles see it. Everybody see it. You just know what's happening. You just know which way we're going. If y'all don't know, when you go visit your child at school, in a public school, do not be surprised when you see two boys walking down the aisle, walking down the hall in dresses and skirts and stockings with lipstick on, with a blouse on, and with, with big earrings on, and these are guys. And they're walking, and where they on their way to? To the girls' bathroom. In public school. It is illegal not to allow them to do that in this world today. Whether you like it or not, it's here. This is God's sign telling you, I told you, in the last day, perilous times, dangerous times are going to come. And those times are here. But God said, but I left my church here. In church, I left you here. God said, you are precious. And he said, you are a lively stone. Not a dead stone. Lively stone. What do you mean lively? Lively. The church, we as God people got to learn how to, when it's time to make some noise, make some noise. Amen. We got to learn to know that God left us here to be the light in the midst of this generation. That's why David said in Psalms 100, I was glad when they said it to me, let us go into the house of the Lord, make a joyful noise unto the Lord of that land, and serve the Lord with gladness. If you're writing this down, the title of my sermon is, Serve the Lord with Gladness. Serve him with God. Why? Because he is a God that is watching and that reads hearts and reads minds. Look at the text in verse 5. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, says, You are lively stones. You are, built up a, you, are a built, you are built up a spiritual house. You are a holy priesthood. Everybody in here, in the Old Testament, they had certain people to be priests. In the New Testament, everybody's a priest. Everybody is expected individually to take your stuff that belong to God, your sacrifices, and give them to God or your own merit. Nobody does it for you but you. If you, got, if you ain't got a prayer life, don't think somebody else's prayer life working for you. You are a priest. You got to be the one praying for other folk in trouble, other folk going through stuff. Because when you don't pray, and not only do you have to pray, you got to be a lively stone as you are a priesthood, meaning you got to pray as if you are moving heaven itself. You got to sing 
as if you're moving heaven itself. What do you do in the old days, back before you knew Jesus, when you walked into, walked into a place that's supposed to be, be joyful and they ain't doing nothing? Either you go, either you leave, or you say, I'm going to be the life of it. You do one of the two. All I'm saying is, is that if nobody else speaks up for Jesus, if nobody else offers him spiritual sacrifices, you do it. You lead it off. You start it off. Don't you know that God in heaven has always been upset and angry with his priests who did not bring him their sacrifices in gladness? Oh, I better show you. I'm glad somebody said, where's that in the Bible? I'm going to show you. Go with me, will you, if you will. Book of Malachi. Book of, that's the last book of the Old Testament. Book of Malachi. In the book of Malachi, here's God now. God, first of all, you got to know every priest of God is unique. Every Christian priest of God is unique. So here's what the text says. First of all, church, all of us are saints. And we have our own unique purpose in God's kingdom, in his church. Meaning God saved you for a certain reason. To do a certain sacrifice to his name in his kingdom. What happened with Israel at this particular time is, we got to understand and know that the Bible says in verse 1, Malachi 1, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. First of all, understand when he used that word burden, he means this is, a, this is an important message. It's a message that has a burden to it because it is a warning message. That's why it's burden, because it's a warning. He said, y'all ain't going to like to hear this, but God can say, here's how I'm feeling right now. Bible said in verse number, verse 2, I have loved you, said the Lord. Y'all reading this? He said, I loved you. I'm doing my part. I'm showing that I'm a lively God. I have loved you. Yet, you say, when has I loved us? You know what they say is? I don't feel like you love us. When, when, when did you love us? Sometimes when we go through stuff in our lives, church, all of us, me, you, everybody, we can, if you're not careful, you'll start feeling like that. You'll start saying something missing. I ain't feeling that fire. I ain't feeling that energy. I ain't feeling that love no more. Uh, and then you start questioning God. Where you at, God? Why won't you come to my rescue? You see my trials. You see my tribulation. I'm trying to hang on. Where are you, God? Do you love me? These men were at least honest enough to say, when you love me. Yeah, he said, when had thou loved us? Well, he said, was not Esau Jacob's brother, said the Lord, yet I love Jacob? Here's what he's saying here, church. What he's letting them know is, is that you had two brothers. God said, I chose out Jacob to love him, and I chose out Esau to chasten him to teach Jacob how blessed he is. 
Oh, my goodness gracious. So you got to ask yourself this question. Because you really can't understand how blessed you are until you know what other folk going through. See, that's why you don't feel blessed sometimes. Because you think about, I ain't got nothing, I ain't got no money, or I ain't got what I wanted, I ain't got the car I want, or I ain't got, I don't have, I don't have I, I, things ain't happening right, and children ain't acting right. What's going on in my life? Let me tell you, let me, if you got God in your life and this stuff is happening, you got you got help. You got resources they ain't got. Too many times we're looking at stuff through our own glasses rather than understanding there's folk right now that's in places they don't want to be, doing things they don't want to do. There's folk right now on death door, on deathbed. There's mothers and daughters and fathers and sons who hate each other. You got it good. You got a God that'll never leave you. You got a God that'll never fail you. So he said, I, I, I hate verse 3. I hated Esau in the land of his mountain and his heritage waste for the dragons in the wilderness. I put that boy through something, Jacob. Jacob is Israel. I put that boy through something. I put Esau through something just to so show you how blessed you are. But, and then you're questioning me, well, uh, well, where have you loved us? And not only are you saying where have you loved us, your behavior and your action as priests show him, have been showing him that they don't care about him. How do you know? Verse 6. God said, a son honoreth his father and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where's my honor? If I'm God, your father. If I'm God, your master. If I'm God, your Lord. Then where's my honor? Where's my praise? Where's my glory? Where's my sacrifice? If I'm God, your father. He said, and if I be master, then where's my fear? If I am the all-powerful, almighty God that can do anything, why would I speak, won't you tremble? Why would I speak, won't you hollow yourself and realize just me talking to you places you on holy ground? Because you're my priest. What else does it say here? Then it says here, he says here, why won't you fear, saith the Lord of hosts unto, unto you. O priests that despise my name, and ye say, wherein have ye despised thy name? Do you hear these guys? God says, where's my love? When didn't we, well, when have you, God said, I love you when you love us. God said, you despise my name. When? Because I don't feel like I'm despising your name. I feel like I'm doing what you asked me to do. You might be doing what I asked you to do, but you hate doing it. You don't like doing it. You're only doing it because uh, it's, be it's, become, it's become a ritual. Oh, let's read it, y'all. I want y'all to see this. I want y'all to see this. He says it this year. Read verse 7. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
hold it. Go back up to verse 6 at the end of it. It says, where have ye despised thy name? And then God responds, you've offered polluted bread. What is polluted bread, Lord? Well, if you are a priest and you're required to go in and burn the burnt offering or the heave offering or the wave offering or, or, or the trespass offering or, or any type of offering you're doing it, you're supposed to do that offering unto the great God of heaven. And you're supposed to do it to his good pleasure, pleasing him, praising him, and magnifying him as you are doing it. It's almost like taking communion, and because you missed breakfast this morning, the juice is your liquid and the crack is your meat. So rather than think about what it means and just shake that this is the body of Christ and rather than see this is not the fruit of the vine, this is the blood of, the, this is what it cost my Savior to give me liberty, to give me freedom, to give me pardon and, and take it in a such manner we just got go, go, and want to go back for seconds. It's all about church. Church, I know I'm coming to 8 o'clock and preach all the time, but let me tell you something. It's all about the heart. It's all about how God sees your heart. Listen, let me say this. Everybody is not equipped for an 8 o'clock service. What do you, what do you mean by that, Brother Bethea? Because some of you don't wake up fully until 9 o'clock. You, you, you still, you still down. You, you still, you still, you, 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 you still kind of in twilight zone. Now, so let me tell you how I prepare myself at eight o'clock. Eight o'clock got to really start at six o'clock a.m. Because you got to get up and move around. Go walk on that treadmill about twenty minutes. Get in that shower. Take a nice shower. And while you're doing it, have your spiritual music on. Don't have Beyonce on, don't have Jay-Z on, don't have all that other stuff on, don't have Gladys Knight on, none of that stuff. Have some spiritual music on to get your mind in it. And then when you come out the shower, have, I, I mean, that's me now, I have it playing, have Chris Turner on that singing, I will wear a golden crown, and, and, and I'm moving around, and I'm making up the bed, and I'm making sure I'm staying moving, getting my orange juice, getting my coffee, getting my little bagel in me, and moving around, still singing songs unto the Lord. I, I feel the juice is flowing a little bit now, and as I'm walking along, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things I need to do to get my mind right. Maybe I want to pray, maybe I want to get my Bible, maybe I want to review my lesson, but I'm getting my mind right for my God. So so by the time uh, 745 come, I'm ready. I'm pumped up. And then I get, and then when I get here, when I get here, I want to sing and I want to praise and I want to glorify and I want to magnify because I'm not going to cheat my God out of one praise. Amen. I ain't going to cheat him out. No joy in my heart. And guess what else I do? And whatever Sister Matthew and I thought about last night, we got to pick that up Monday. We can't have it during the Lord's Day. I can't be walking around giving her the silent treatment on the Lord's Day and call myself serving the Lord with gladness. How in the world I'm serving the Lord with gladness when I can't even love my wife today? Lord have mercy. Look at the text. Look at the text. Look at the text. Look at the text. Now, some of y'all there say, but, 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 but,
feel the same. Is this the last Old Testament book? Does God feel the same way? Absolutely. Even Paul said in, in, in Acts 20 that when he said, the Holy Spirit says bonds and afflictions abide me, waiting for me. He said, but none of these things move me and still I'm going to finish my course with joy. Amen. Joy, trouble, but with joy. Seven one more time. You've often polluted bread on my altar. And ye say, wherein have we polluted thee? And in that ye say, the table of the Lord is what? Contemptible. It's nothing. Don't mean nothing. Really don't mean it. They number crackers and juice. Back then when they served the burnt offering in a way, I can see them pouring water on the, on, on, on the burnt offering. And I can see them saying, I, I hate this. Why in the world I got to do this? I could be somewhere else doing this stuff. I got to do this and stroke the fire and make sure that the sweet savior, I don't care about no sweet savior. This ain't nothing but bull meat. This bull Preach meat up. right here. I don't care about Mine is all in the wrong place. That's good. All in the wrong place. I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I can't do that. I don't want to do that. Let me tell you something. If you don't go through your rehearsal for what's coming, then you may not survive it. I'm just telling you. I'm just, watch this, watch this. Verse 8. He said, and if you offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? Amen. What that mean? If you give me what you don't want, if you give me your leftovers, if you keep the good bull That's good. and you give me the blind bull, That's good. you keep the good doves, they can fly real good, but the ones got broken wings, you say, well, that's for God. Preacher. God said, if you give me that which is blind, is that not contemptible? Doesn't that mean I don't mean that much to you? Y'all reading this? Amen. He said, and if you offer the lame and the sick animals, what, what is that called? He said, is that not evil? That's good. Is that not evil? That's why every now and then, church, sometimes during your year, there should be something in your sacrifice that is, is unique than the same humdrum. Somewhere you ought to pray a little longer. Serve a little harder. Go to the next level with God. Say, God, you know what? I've been doing this so long, it's a ritual. I'm going to have to step it up. Amen. I'm going to have to step Why? Because I'm not, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing this with gladness. I'm really doing this because you, you tell me to do it, and you're going to beat me if I don't do it. So I'm going to do it because I don't want to beat. Well, let me tell you, you're still getting a beat. And you're getting a beating because your heart ain't in it. Brother Rodney, they ain't got it yet. Your children, you just bought them $250 Jordans. And you walk in, and they walk in there to you, and the first thing they say is, I don't want, want these. Look at this color. They don't wear this color no more. Hey, where you get these from right here? I, I, I don't want these. these. I don't want these. These are like fake jewels. I ain't wearing these. I, don't, I ain't wearing them. Uh, uh. 
You done went out there, spent your hard earned. You worked overtime to get this rascal. That's it. This because out of the goodness of your heart, and they're going to come and say, I don't want these, or they're going to come up to you when they get them, and they're going to say one word to you. No, thank you, mama. No, thank you, daddy. No, I ain't think you was going to get them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They look good. They look nice. They're going to give you nothing but. You're supposed to. You're my parent. Now, how do you feel being a parent of that child? What is your response? Well, I tell you what my response is. Take them off. That's it. Give me my shoes. I'm taking them back because they got some shoes that look just like this, $29.99. I don't know what they call. I ain't seen nothing on them, but they look like these. And I'm taking them back. And I'm getting you the $29.99 ones, and that's it. Now, and, and if I don't take them back, most parents are telling me, you know what? You are ungrateful. You are spoiled. You are right. Go to your room. Because that is the response of those who are not grateful to the great God of heaven. Church, we got to be grateful whatever he, whatever he does. Whatever he does. Be like Job, all that stuff he does. Remember Job say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I don't care what he put me through. He is my God, and I'm going to give him the best. Oh, let me finish reading. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You offer blind sacrifices, is that not evil? And if you offer the lame and sick, is that not evil? Offer it now to your governor. Meaning, even earthly men, Expect a certain amount of respect Amen. in certain situations. Amen. Go to the courthouse. You go to the courthouse, and when that judge come out from out there, they say all rise. And it depends on who the bailiff is. Because sometimes you go there and you want to be smart about this generation. so crazy. Eh? He said all rise, and they... But if you got the right bailiff, he can enforce that. He can come to you and say, not only all right, take your hat off. Preacher. Get up. Or he can say, oh, you want to get up? Oh, you too tired to get up for the judge? Get up and get out of here. Wait a minute, I'm the next case. Get up and get out of here. But what's going to happen to my case? Get up and get out of here. Because there's a certain amount honor and respect that is that, that, that is expected one more illustration what do you do as a mama and a daddy when your child curse at you it's so prevalent out there it slipped they just said blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm sorry don't you have an expectation to be honored and to be appreciated. And therefore, if that child does that, you in every right, you are you are in every right to say, what did you just say? And they might say, oh, that, that, they might say, that slipped out. Slipped, slipped. Uh. That slipped out. I'm about to knock you out. 
because there's a certain amount of honor and there's a certain amount of reverence that God requires that a child give to their mama and that God requires that they give to their father. Watch the text, watch the text, watch the text. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the clock, watch the text, watch the text. I know somebody said, hurry up, brother, but then when you get this over, it's painful. Listen, 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 listen. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you, brother, brother, brother what you telling me? Serve God with gladness. Amen. Be a lively stone. Be a stone that is a, God called you precious. So act precious. God said, he, God said to, to you, he should be your cornerstone. He's precious. But to the world, he's a stone rejected. But to you, he's your every. Your, the cornerstone is the stone that holds up the building. He should be the person. I don't know about you, but God is the one that holds up my world. My world would be a mess. Without God. Amen. Hold the, but, but how can you say your world would be a mess? Because without God, I can't take the stuff that I can take with him. Amen. Amen. Lord have mercy. Look here. It says here. He said, give it to you. God said, give it to your governor. Will he be pleased with it? Or accept thy person? Said the Lord of hosts. Verse 9. And now I say to you, beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. This hath been by your means. Will he regard your persons, saith the Lord. Church, God is letting you know that he is the type of God that when you know you haven't given him what he should, start giving it to him right now. Start praising and honoring him and glorifying him and magnifying. Give him what he do. If he's your master, then obey him. If he's your father, then love him. Because he is our God. Amen. He says here in verse 10, Who is there among you that will shut your doors for nothing? Your virgins say not. Neither do ye kindle fire on my altar for nothing. What did he say here? He said here, I know y'all acting like you're doing this and it's nothing, but it's something. Amen. I know you think kindling this fire ain't nothing but fire, but this is holy fire. That's good. Oh, church. That's why a song from the mouth of us is worth 10, is more than 10,000 from Gladys Knight. It's more than 100,000 from Beyonce. It's more than 10,000 from Jay-Z. Just a praise from the mouth of God's child. It's precious. I don't care. Listen, and guess what? And you can sing off no God still smiling. The person next to you ain't smiling. They like this. But God love it. God love you. Try to go, Jesus, my heavenly king, love me. I know. God, God said, sing, girl. The person next to you ain't saying that. They said, let me slide down a little bit. You're getting me off key. That is because praises to God. You know what it's like to God? It's almost like when a baby says, mama. Or if you're a father, when the baby said dad, dad, especially when the baby say dad, dad before mama, fathers like that stuff. That, that, honey, you hear? He said dad, dad. Say it again. 
dad, dad. You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? Dad, dad. Mama, go get him. Mama, get him. The baby said, dad, dad. Because he ain't got mama yet. He got men like that. Dad, 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 dad. You hear that? See, see, the and we got this big old phony stuff. You see how, see, the reason he called me daddy. About 2 o'clock in the morning a few weeks ago, I was talking to him. I said, Junior, say daddy for daddy. Come on, say daddy for daddy. And all of a sudden, the next day, he had it, daddy. I said, daddy, daddy, daddy. Now, and I, I, said, I said, honey, now I can teach him how to say mama, you act right. To the father, that baby saying dada means everything. To a mother, the baby saying mama means everything. What do you think praising God means to your heavenly father when you say dada, when you say Abba, when you say my God, when you say my Lord, when you say my strength, when you say my all, when you say my everything, what does that mean to God? I'm almost gone over. I know, I know. I know this 8 o'clock, we got to be on strict time limits here. I got you. He said you get fired on my altar. For, you think you get fired on my altar for not? I have no pleasure. Everybody read that? Verse 10. Verse 10, one more time. Who is there even among you that would shut your doors for not? Neither do, neither do ye kindle on mine altar for not. I have no pleasure in you, said the Lord of hosts, neither will I accept an offering at your hand. When your attitude ain't right, I don't care what you give me, I don't want it. Because I'm God, I don't need it. The world is mine. The universe is mine. The heaven is mine. Everything is mine. I don't need your stuff. This stuff is not for me. It's for you to demonstrate my love or the degree of my love for you in your life. Oh, oh, y'all ain't got that. Listen, church, let me say it again. A sacrifice to God is to God, but it demonstrates the degree of love coming from the one giving the sacrifice. It's like giving your wife a gift or giving your husband a gift. Let me use husbands. We always use wives. Husbands. The wife come and get her husband a gift. Husbands are different than wives because husbands, yeah, they be, we, we fake like we don't want it. We say, you know, I don't know. I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. I don't need nothing. But the minute you give us a box look like this, we know it's another tie. <laughs> I wonder what color it is. We unwrap it. We unwrap it. Hold Blue and pink. Mixed together. Hmm. All right now. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, is that that says something. And if you don't believe it says something, next year, give us a little box that looks like this. And have... <laughs> handkerchief. No, 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 no. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we know that's right. But surprises. And we open it up, watch us. And we open it up. Two box seats to the playoff game. With the with the Ravens. What's this behind it? Away game, airline tickets. 
and see how we act. Just, just, just watch us. And for some of us, for some of us, don't have a tie, have a $200 gift card, go buy what you want in it. See how we act. We look it up and say, and, and, and listen, and on the gift cards, they say 20, 20, 25, 50, 100, 200, and 500. And when you, and shock us, because when we first get it, we know it's 25. <laughs> $25 gift card. Shock us. Shock us. Keep the receipt in there. And we let look at $200. Come here, guys, $200. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, the weight of it does mean something. And the weight of which you give God means something. One more, one, one, more, one, more, one more in the Bible illustration, the widow, widow Mike. Widow Mike. Everybody give. If you read that story, when you get home, read that story. Everybody gives. The rich people giving big stuff because they got big money. The widow comes, and she gave two mites. But the reason... It meant more than all the rest of them. It had nothing to do with the amount of money. It was the situation that that person was in to give. She, the Bible said, they gave of their abundance. Thank you. They gave of their abundance. She gave of her need. She didn't have two mice to give, but she gave them both to God. How are you going to eat? How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to understand? She said, I don't know, but this is going to my God. And Jesus was impressed. He was so impressed. He said, disciples, come over here. Look at this. This is called a sacrifice. This is called blessing God when you don't have it to bless him with. Called the sacrifice, church. Now close it with this. Brothers and sisters, the last verse says here, he says here, and from the arising of the sun, even to the going down of the same, my name should be great among the Gentiles. That means when people see the way we serve our God, they should know how we feel about them by the way we love them and serve them. In every place, Incense shall be offered unto my name. And a pure offering, an offering from, a, from, a, from a, when you're serving the Lord with gladness. For my name shall be great among the heathen, said the Lord. Y'all hear that? That's what he want. He said, when you leave here today, be, be different. Be a difference maker. Meaning, when people see you, I pray that they see how much you love your God and how much you exalt your God. When somebody come into your house, I pray that they see in your house by the stuff you got in there That's good. That's how good. much you love your God. When I go in somebody's house and walk in the front door, the living room purple, I walk in the dining room, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, the 19, uh, 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 2002, 3, 4, 5, and 6 posters on the wall. When I walk in the kitchen, the plates, ravens, the, the napkins, ravens, hmm, I think they are ravens fan. 
But I'm telling you, when people see your stuff, how you love them, what he mean to you, how you wear it proudly on your shirt, how you wear it proudly on your car, getting your music. You ain't got Beyonce on. You got Chris Turner on. You got some spiritual music on. People will know then, without you saying anything, that you are a child of God. That's good. So remember, church, serve the Lord with gladness. Everything you do, if you decide to do it, then do it with the right attitude. If you decide to do it, then do it with all of your heart and let God bless you. Next week, I, probably, I won't be here at 8 o'clock. I'll stop him at 8 o'clock. Next time, make Brother Frazier look up Amen. when you start praising God. Make him be sitting right here, and he watch you. He's getting his lesson ready, and all of a sudden, you sang so loud, he like, Make him make a comment up here and say, man, y'all was singing this morning. Amen. And you're not doing it for me or him. That's good. You're doing it for him. That's good. Because he is worthy to be praised. Because he's worthy to be glorified. When you give your offer next week, when you put it in an envelope, be smiling. Don't let the guy say, smile, everybody. No, smile. Because I'm just happy to give it to my God. Boom. When you pray, don't worry about how long the prayer is. Don't see a brother coming up and say, oh, boy, here it is. This is a seven-minute prayer. Why you got to do the closing prayer? My goodness, what time? No, 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 no. It's about a prayer going to your God. And when he start praying, he praying, you pray with him. And he's praying, 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 he's praying. Enjoy it. It ain't going to last that long. But pray with him as he prays for us. Because God is watching your hearts. And he's watching what you think. And he know what you do. Amen. I'll close out with this. Here's the eyesight of God. God can see everything. How far can he see, preacher? God can see a black cat in a black coal bin at midnight. Amen. X-ray, but Superman ain't got nothing on our God. God can look at you and he can X-ray you through and through. And not just the physical stuff, the intangible stuff he sees. Everything. So make it real for him. Make it real. Be for real when you serve your God. If you're out there and you're subject to the Savior's invitation. Here's what you need to do. Hear God's word. Believe God's word. Repent of your sins. Confess your faith in Christ and get yourself baptized into Christ for the remission of your sins. And when you do that, even if you want to obey the gospel, have gladness in your heart. I don't see nobody in the New Testament who got saved and obeyed the gospel that was saved. Everybody in the New Testament who did it, the 3,000 was excited. The Ethiopian eunuch was excited. Cornelius was excited. Lydia was excited. All of them excited about obeying God. No matter what you do for God, do it with all your heart and serve your God with gladness. Amen? Amen. Amen.
Amen. Come on, song leader. Take a home. Stand, stand, church. Stand, stand, stand. Hear God's word. Believe God's word. Repent of your sin. Confess your faith in Christ. And get yourself baptized into Christ for the remission of your sin. Kneel at the cross.